Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to the very latest edition of the Premier View Tipperary GAA podcast. Don't forget to give us a follow if you haven't done so already on Twitter. We are at Premier View Pod. On Facebook, our page is the Premier View Podcast and on Instagram, where we are Premier View Podcast. We have up-to-the-minute news on all things Tip GAA across all our socials, plus the odd giveaway, so don't miss out. If you're a Spotify listener, don't forget to hit follow and also hit the bell so that you never miss a podcast episode. We are now delighted to introduce our new sponsor, Orga Retro. Go retro with orgaretro.com. Specialists in County Retro Style Clothing. Hello and welcome to the Preview Podcast episode 99 today. I'm your host, Kevin Ryan. I'm joined by Stephen Cronin, Sean Smith and Enda Tracy. One big item on, on today's show, lads, that's Tipperary's very, very good and very satisfactory win over Waterford in a league game on Saturday night in Turles. Stephen, as a fellow border man, I'm going to you going to come to you first for your for your reflections on the match. Yeah, um has me giddy any of the last couple of days, especially where I'm from. You seen the few of the locals going ahead of me and then seeing them on the way out, then it was uh, it was lovely to see, you know. But um no, just from I suppose from purely tip perspective, uh I thought the boys were excellent the other night. Um, you know, you could see what they're trying to do, but the skill set to try and execute what they're trying to do was was the best I've seen in 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 any of the games so far. You know, like it was it was snappy, it was quick, it was confident. You know, there was no dilly dallying about on the ball. There was no will I. Won't I? It was we're doing it, and that's it. And uh, you know, it was an excellent performance. And the bit of niggle throughout the game as well was 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 a nice feeling for anyone that was there watching the match as well. So it was good, good, good night all around now for for Tipperary. 
Yeah, and Sean, I, I suppose like to, to bring you in there, I suppose like League Sunday and that there's you know, tip showing their hand and all of that. And like I think this league campaign, you're damned if you do and damned if you don't, don't you, in terms of results and, and stuff like that. And uh would you kind of agree with kind of Stephen there? Like uh, you know, tip definitely on the right road. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And they said they're like at air on there, they're saying online there and say this league Sunday game, everyone call like our teams aren't taken serious and you know, we're not getting competitive games. Tip then, no, go go as strong as probably probably can and know what bring on off the bench as well and go for the win and go for juggler and then they say they're showing their hand. But like I think it's a great workout. We tried plenty of things, like even there, we tried hitting the high ball in, that probably didn't work, but at least we tried it there for maybe 15 minutes of the first half, good bit of the second half as well. And um, we had four men inside the full forward line there at one stage in the first half, creating space. We tried that tactic. At least we're working on things and getting the win as well. So it's beneficial all around, like in and that bit, and Nigel Stevens said there, I love that. Even the damn with late shoulder or in the earth and small things, but like just a bit of pride as well, to be honest. And like, yeah, you said, I forget who said it was one of the pundits at the weekend said you'd want to be having 11 or 12 of your championship team settled on now by this by this weekend. And I suppose you can see that coming together a, a bit with tip, maybe. And I suppose going going from the back there, and always Reese Shelley and goal maybe at the weekend, but you might see kind of Barry Hogan coming back in there. Definitely, I think the the Breen experiment kind of fullback is turning into maybe a bit more than that. But that else kind of p- pick out your mind. Do you see kind of Breen going in fullback, or maybe do you think Brian O'Mara back there? Or I know Mike's definitely on, on the podcast is a big fan of Brian o- Brian O'Mara fullback. But like the way, yeah, kind of Breen in the first half there, the night like we had a few different as fullback at times. They're kind of pick out the ball. They seem to be more kind of American men than were positions in the second half. They set down Breen was in fullback and. Um, like, like again, didn't do that immediately wrong. Like, the Shelly have saved one ball, like, got through water twice and should hit the net, to be honest. Um, should be ball wide, inclined in there. But, like, there, he, Cal is just McBreen, and, like, he's not going to go this far and then change it come Ennis in a, like, four or five weeks' time. Like, so I think he's going with Johnny Ryan, look well beside him. Maybe Conley got caught now and again, but, like, these are their own experience. Like, that's Conley and Johnny Ryan. Are we obsessed a bit over a fullback? You yeah, know, like yeah. over the number three, like a position. Because as I said, most of the time now, there's probably two lads back there, kind of like minding the, minding the space or that, like, you know, kind of. Our two. So, like, I think maybe it's just from not having a settled full back line over the last couple of years or settled full back, we're just a bit obsessed with this. Maybe it's just me is a bit obsessed, like, over having a, a dominating number three. Yeah, I, I think so, anyway, because, because we're trying to find a number three and a long term number three. We're nitpicking. We're going to nitpick now on a lot of things, you know, like because Breen mightn't be some lads' uh, first choice and and this and that and like uh, some some lads will say Bruno Mara should be further out the field. So, so if he's back for back to be, you know, we're cut open too easy. They'll say, but from what I got gathered from the match the other night, I thought Breen spent most of the time in around that area, and even when Watford then brought out the man to go the full on sweeper. He was the one minding the house. So I'd say Breen is probably going to be the long term, or if not the long term, he's definitely going to be the immediate the immediate fullback, I I I think. And um I, I look, I think we need to stop with the we can be all we can over scrutinize the fullback position. Every decent team worth our salt should be able to create goal chances. And unfortunately for us, because we're trying to fit, find the number three. When another team does create a goal chance, it's like, oh yeah, there he was. They 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 created a goal chance. 
but we didn't we didn't concede any goals. The the Waffle lad that he should have scored that time it was the ha- it was a real bad miss, real bad wide when you when you see it on telly. Yeah, the film looked like they were they were kind of taking pot shots. They were a bit too far out. Maybe they were trying to work the goal chances, like you know, kind of. Yeah, there was, the but there was there was one real good goal chance there where uh, he must have hit it ten yards wide. I think at that's uh, you know trying to go across the goal, trying to Jake Morris esque going across the goal. But look, he. Yeah, the money is on the forward to score there, but he didn't. We didn't concede a goal. Our backs done very well, you know, especially after the bit of a the start that Waterford had where they where they, we could see it clear as they get the ball, drive through the heart of it. After yeah. the first couple of minutes, we settled, we we got nice and compact. And you know, those well, been at the game anyway. I didn't feel worried when Waterford went on the attack at times. I felt confident in their tip backs because everyone on the field knew the job they had to do. And yeah, uh, I like, thought they'd done it very well. And even on that, like even the water for forwards kind of getting an idea of points for like Stephen Bennett there started rolling back into his our own, like the offside the field trying to get on the ball. Because this wasn't getting made to get on the ball. Like tip backs again, have to mm. praise for like when like of Bennett can't get on the ball and has to go roaming to find it. That's when you kind of go, geez, these ads are actually doing a good job on them lads. Like, no, these are veteran players like Bennett. Yeah, yeah and, and, and if you look if, as well. Yeah, if you look at our, our tip our tip back line. You know, you you've you've I'm gonna be blunt about it. You've idiots saying we've shown our hand. Well, we've a, a brand new goalie in. You know, not not that it's his first time, but it's his first time on the his first year on the panel. He's only a young lad. We've we've a, a brand new corner back in there that if we had no injuries, one might think that he probably wouldn't be the starting corner back with Craig Morgan and and Carl Barris to come back. Uh, Owen Conley then on the other side of him was probably another fella that should be saying look he'd be a squad player for you know if the boys were there and then Michael Breen himself you know he's first year first year at senior level playing full back so we're, we're not exactly a seasoned team there that they threw out at the weekend like they're still trying a lot of things and trying to get a lot of things right and you know I, I thought we'd done I thought the boys did a fantastic job Yeah no I'd, I'd agree there no like um, just to score 423 to 25 points like on another day or maybe a few years ago 25 points Waterford would have won you a lot of games like but I suppose that's just the the, the modern day game there now it is just the scoring rate is you know phenomenal and like as I said 25 points but they went I'd say 20 minutes without scoring there um, in, in the game Waterford like that a very good start yeah, yeah. But, uh, and a very good end to the first half you know I, I think they, they went uh, one stage 20 minutes without scoring so like it's um you know, there's definitely a lot, lot of like when in the intensity in the Tipperary backline, and when they're working, when they're working, you know, together, I think it is very good, and there's a lot to build on there. Um, as well as the fullback, I think you know we are putting in place a very nice half half backline. You know, anchored by by Ron and Brian O'Mara in there as well. Seamus Kendi, like very good work rate. You know, and, and then I've been very impressed with Sean is um, McCormick in in midfield. Yeah, Dan, Dan did, yeah, Dan did great work there on Connor beside him. Like, even when Dan and um, Dan sort of first got Morris, didn't he? Like, you know, and Connor also prior to that, nearly said, Shame you up. So they got on the ball and straight away they saw space and a little flick. Like, it wasn't an overdone pass, it's a couple of airs passed into the good position, setting up. And likewise, Brian and Ronan setting up Bo's goal as well, did a soft space and went for it. Like, that's the thing that's guys driving into him. If there's space there, like these Bo and Morris pick off space, if they're giving a good ball, like they're gonna find a bottom of the neck, like you know. So like they're working forward from that and they're driving in midfield and have a set in midfield. I think we're here this time last year, weren't we? Actually going, 
who will let yeah, me on midfield? You know, so yeah. it's not even kind of to mention kind of mention the positive way is great, like to be honest. Yeah, and you know, Noel's come back in great fettle as well. Like you know, and the captain's bringing him to another. The captain sees bringing him to another level. I think in terms of leadership, as uh, as you say there, like it looks as like that we have look will we'll come to shame in a minute the injury, but like you know the options that we're we're having in the forward, like you know Ford coming on the other night giving us a, a massive list, a, a massive lift, and it looks like you know there's a lot of lads putting their hands up there as well. Bonner man, particularly rolled back the years were like mm-hmm. geez, like you know yeah, like. Yeah. Watching the one of years ago, like he's chasing back, hassling. His touch was excellent. He's actually the one player in the field just bent over and picked the ball up, bent his back, got the hurl in, in the hand. You know, it wasn't he's over the ball and won it and then drove on. Like, you know, it's an excellent game from Bonner, really fair to fair. Even the strength of him for the side, he's some chest on him. Jesus Christ, come good over. You know, but as well, Sean, like, you know, I'm, there was a nice kind of tribute to Bubbles and he was talking about kind of how he ended it with Tip um, last year. And like he said, he was walking out of training one night with Shamey and Bonner, and he just said, "I, I, I something like you know, I'm not able for it. I can't do it anymore." And like that, it just shows, I think, the hunger of you know Bonner and and Shamey in particular to kind of keep on coming back and keep on coming back. And it, maybe like last year, if they if one of them called it a quit as well, like you know, you they'd, they'd be heralded as kind of all time greats. But you know, for Bonner to see him there now and to see the the condition and stuff, he is the hunger that he had. I think was just brilliant to see for like any young lad in the stand there. Like it's just a just just real kind of role model stuff. Yeah, like Bonner and Shamey know that to kind of make the thing they have to like they want that work rate. You know, um Kyle wants that in him. And that's why you see him roam around the field chasing backs like you know, other players might mightn't have been doing that as much. Like they might not guarantee the spot but mightn't have that kind of desire. Bonner and Shamey know now this is it. We have to go on. These younger lads are there, take our spots mm. and they're putting their hands up and hopefully Shamey's injury after the scan today, you know, hopefully we hear good news on us. So We'll have him here come in this like, you know. Yeah, with the with the with the three boys there, Noel, Noel, Bonner and 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 Jamie, it's like it's like De- Declan Ryan esque. Do do all that hard, dirty slog stuff to live young lad shine now. Like, you know, it is like to think that Bonner Mar two crucial injuries, you know, and to, to watch the way he played the other night, like and, and you know what? It gives me a, a nice little smile there because we, we had uh Conversations the last few years that when when Liam Cal would eventually take over Tip that he he turf out all the older lads, you know we're whistling Dixie about Norm McGrath now about about uh, Bonner, you know these are the older lads that everyone thought or a lot of people thought with no, no uh, that Liam, Liam Cal would get rid of. Well, Noel is the captain, Bonner is flying around, Shamey's I please God he the, the injury is not that bad because he's so still so important to this. This uh, Tipperary team, he had a tough night, not with the injury, but even he showed a glimpse of his old self. He'd had, I don't know who it was. I think it was it was Tyg the Burker. He turned him inside out three or four times before getting the shot away. And if that was the summertime shot, that ball would have pinged off the hurley. You know, it could it could have been a, a shame yes goal. Like you know, I still think these lads have huge value to Tipperary and. The hunger and desire for them to go year after year after year again, it's just, it's it's brilliant to see. And I suppose as we've been talking about the match now for 10, 15 minutes, and we haven't even mentioned, you know, the man of the match, uh, Jake, Jake Morris, you know, three three great goals there. And, um, you know, I said it in like the pod WhatsApp group there, like I, th- I think that Jake, Jake, you know, maybe kind of being in and out the team before needed a big game tonight and lay down a marker. And, you know, he certainly did that when we talk about work and all that, but you also need the finishers. And 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 the bit of class, and I think he brings that. 
Oh yeah, like was he top scoring league now for plays in yeah, five five? Okay. Um, we even got the first goal. You see it in his face, kind of. Yes, you know, kind of that kind of drive on he had, you know. And then he's like, "This is all I'm going to go for another goal, another goal." You know, like he wouldn't stop going, like you know, like he's finishing. People are saying, "Oh, Keith, oh, Keith might have saved him." So and so, what doesn't make a difference? He put him in the bottom of the net, and like Waterford had two identical chances as well in the second half, and they hit him as wide as the gate. You know, so you need these finishers on the field, and like. Give him the ball, as we said. We have lads that are looking up straight away and get shaken into space. Like I think he's a starter on here. Come championship for me on here for sure. Like no reason yeah, why not. I think if you get the confidence back, or you know, if it can maintain that confidence now, um, he he could be a serious serious operator up there. And we might be getting a bit ahead of ourselves. We were talking like you know about the Clare game and that being that being crucial. But you know, if you come in like you know to that game, I know it's an Ennis, but like you know with a a confident Morris, you know, a Ford that's on form, like we give them absolutely plenty of plenty of problems. Garrod O'Connor looks like he's after kicking up another level as well. Like so, and then you have the, the work rate to fours, the likes of Tynan, Tynan and that Dan, Dan McCormick as, as well. So, yeah, it is, it is, it is looking, it is looking good and considering where we were last year, like you know, um, Garrod O'Connor. He, he monsters game the other night, you know, looking really confident on the freeze as well. And uh all this competition is just is it's brilliant for us. We're we're uh complimenting the the lads who'd be known more as the battlers with the finishers, you know, like I I got caught up in it as well, me, me own so there's times when you expect Jake Morris to be winning dirty ball, you know, you kind of want all of this, but then you realize the man's a finisher. Let him flourish at what he does best. And look, it, he might not win a big dirty rocking ball. That's grand because there's very few people that can that can sense when there's a goal on like he can. And he's such a young fella as well. To, to have that natural instinct is to tis, you know, to tis brilliant. Like and and I think that's where look, I'm not gonna say we're a background like that, but it will help tip get back when you have natural goal scorers in your team. It 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 just it's it's far more important than this this whole monotonous robotic, uh, take your points from sixty yards kind of you know hurling. And I think when there's when there's goal scores in your team, you always have a chance. Mm. And so like the the Davins have a nasty one up in Kappa White. I think it's the morning of the <laughs> the nineteenth of March and Tipper all the way up to Corrigan Park and Antrim now for the final group <laughs> game. So we're guaranteed a semi final. I think we're guaranteed top spot as well. So. Uh, for me, it's a kind of like ring the changes that we've a lot of panel players maybe haven't seen too much action, even though like, you know, in, in subs, anyone you really like to see um, this weekend now, look, we'll assume probably that Shane is definitely out and, and he'll probably rest another couple of as their goalie. I, I, I don't know. I'd, I'd love to see our own kind of say Mary's kind of in the Dunphy get a game who was brought in a few weeks ago that could be wishful thinking or, or that like on, you know, in what is essentially a dead rubber because Antrim have beaten Leash in their almost like relegation playoff there now. So I think that they'd have them, that they 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 can't get involved in the relegation side of the league there. Yeah, I, I kind of completely mixed up again, but I leave in a few, like likes of Conley again, get game time into him, maybe Johnny Ryan, you know. They, these mm-hmm. guys still will relish getting more game time into him. Like, again, say, we draw Limerick in the semi-final, which is looking like it, and yeah. don't get back like and You know, it's dinner kind of one step away from the end of this game. If you get another 70 minutes into these, John McGraw also get more game time into him camping. You know, there's lads there that if you give him 50, 60 minutes, might bring him on again. But just, Bruce, there's plenty of panel players there. You mentioned a lot of them. 
Yeah, and for me, Stephen, like drawing Limerick would be the perfect league semi-final because look, if you go out of it, you know, you'd be big underdogs there. You know, you've you an extra week before championship and all that and you've had a good league and you're after testing yourself against the best and if you somehow manage a win, then Jesus, it really tails up stuff, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's not a not a semi-final I'd be fearful of and I think it's actually, it could, be, it, it, it will be perfect. I agree with you because what we see the style of play we're, we're trying to play it was I thought for the most part was executed brilliantly like you know there was there was confidence in it there was precision in it. and if a ball hit the ground it was snapped in there was no fumbling you know digging into the ground now against Limerick it'll be stepped up a level can we do it at a quicker pace you know um, Limerick the All-Ireland champions they are going to lay down a marker against Tipperary as well and we get to see we get, I won't say we get to see where we are, but again, another test for us uh, going forward. Like, you know, I, I, I suppose for where Tip were last year, you just want to see him win as many games as possible, you know. And if, they, you know, some people might say, ah, but if you win the league, you're kind of cutting close to championship. That's what you have a squad for. Get out there, get them games under the belt, get the confidence going into, into the boys, getting believing again. Because last year was an extremely tough year. And I think it feels now, especially Saturday night, that their confidence is is almost restored. And even the younger lads, the new lads in, they're looking they looked extremely confident the other night. And you know, I, I'd say they'd relish that chance now against Limerick. Yeah, absolutely. And is there anyone, Stephen, that you'd like to see maybe start uh, against Antrim there? Uh, look, the way I see the Antrim game, no, no disrespect to him, but as you said, it's a dead rubber. So my chat. My challenge would be to the rest of the squad, the lads that haven't played that much, is what can he do now that's dead rubber? Can he go out and be professional? Can he go out and still deliver the same uh, attitude and performance that we're looking for? Um, I'd like to see. I think. Yeah, I think. Um, Mark Ho needs another game. He needs. A, he needs a start. I think big game and a bit more. But I think. Look, just to go against your wishes, I've seen your own club, man. I think Reece Shelley needs an aim in the goal. You know, I thought, I thought um, Barry was fantastic against Kilkenny. Um, looked really sharp, really confident. We want two lads, three lads, uh, all our goalies. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Right at the at the peak of their game this year because if something goes wrong we need the next fella to come in and we don't want the standard drops so 
I think I, I go. I, unfortunately, you might not get to see your own man. Uh, I know, yeah, I'd yeah, go yeah. again exactly, in the wall. Yeah, you know, it'd be nice for. But look, at the end of the day, we still have to prepare lads that we think could be called upon. You know, and this could be their opportunity. Yeah, yeah. like in the goals, I don't know. Reece seemed to kind of work on a game plan and what they want in the sideline for puck house, doesn't he? You know, he wanted the space in front, front the full forward line. He wasn't getting the times. You no, know, he's getting frustrated there with no options. So like. I think throwing into goals again didn't really get in the shot mm-hmm. stop, you know, and like he was trying to everything right, but the player the front are moving right, or you know, something happens, they're kind of getting frustrated, and like it's hard to kind of say to Reese that's it now. But I definitely start with Centrum if you can. Mm. Yeah, and I suppose we can't leave leave this game without talking about Waterford. Um the the second coming of Davy Fitz is definitely, you know, look, they've got their couple of league wins and they're still in contention, but the discipline, like, as we have to we have to give Colin the, the night off there because um you know, if you're doing too much laughing at it, but like, what's that? There's their third yellow or the third red card in the league so far, Stephen. You flagged it up, I think, about being brain dead. Um, you know, like, what is it the third or fourth? Is it? Yeah. It's definitely the third, anyway. Um, but uh, it might even be the yeah, fourth. Yeah. Four reds, four reds, four reds, yeah. seven yellows, one black card. Yeah, it was look, and even, even before that, I think, um. If Tip wanted to go a little bit harder, Stephen Bennett wasn't far away either. I'd say from losing the losing the cool as well, you know. And the Tip lads really got under his skin, and uh, you could see him mounting off to airline as well. Then so they really really rattled him. Um, uh, who who was descending off again? Um, Jamie Barron. Uh, Jamie Barron. He threw he threw a slap. You know, it wasn't it wasn't an old high shoulder where you know he could be constructed was mistimed or, or you know and he'll flick it off early. Lad, yeah. he threw a slap like you know that's you know you know like this to throw a slap you're thinking that is completely you've completely lost the plot there you know because whatever about giving the lad an old jump or whatever like when you when you actually throw a fist or a slap or whatever it is you've you've completely lost your mind and you know it's not uh, it's not a once off it's we're four red cards in we're <laughs> Four league games in four red card games, and the momentum, four you know, like the momentum there that that led to that game. And it was they were silly, like red cards were silly, stupid. Like, as in, I believed in once, I was like, geez, they actually are talking sense there because they're just stupid. Every single red card they got this year, yeah. And look, maybe they're learning cheap lessons in the league or that, but you know, if, if if they come with that attitude, that very loose attitude to give a lot of dig or whatever in championship, I think they're going, look, hopefully they will. Like, you know... <laughs> like, if that was a championship game, that turned the game, like... If that was a championship game, that was huge thing I'm playing to think that. No, two goals like hard within two minutes, you know? Like, mm. you fuming if that was only thing that was clear. We got our goal before the red card. We got back on top just before the red card. So I don't... I think it had a huge effect for the rest of the game. But I don't... I I, I think Tip had weathered the storm that, that came after half time and... Then that moment of stupidity then didn't give them a chance of actually trying to get back at at Tip. It's just, it's I, I said it a few weeks ago. It's typical Watford. They'll defend it and all that, and I kind of and they got a bit of abuse for it. But it's again here we are again talking about another card. Typical Watford. Yeah, exactly, and like as 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 you said, like any chance of a tight finish in that game, that kind of that is why they do think that Tip or you know with Ford, the 
the momentum was starting slightly to shift back to tip as well. But like you know, it's just yeah, it is it is brain dead. Like that's you know these players are are told so often like discipline, 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 and then to just four four red cards or, or whatever like that. Elsewhere, elsewhere in the league, as you know, um, Kilkenny are definitely back. I suppose they they hit a big score against maybe, uh, you know, like an, an average Dublin side, but you know they're still in very much in contention for the the second spot behind Tip in the, you know, what I always say is the kind of the softer side of the league. So um, they seem to be kind of build, building well again after the blip against Tip. No, they ran riots like you know that like and Dublin are kind of you know they're gone back again. I think like it's in. Like are they even they're kind of gone outside the top seven rate again now. So it's kind of it's always gonna be the yeah. win, but can you just look a bit dish or look to something about me even after we defeat them, we kind of came back in and oh still have to go out and beat these teams, but they're eating no compensatory like Jesus lads, when you look at the monster this year now again to the cakewalk that's going to be Leinster. You know, yeah. it's just Wexford Clare may as well have been abroad in the outside field to playing backs and forwards because lads it was just he hit the ball or the bar will he get the next one that's fucking scandalous but I'd, I'd say the grass in the, the outside field in Turles would be actually better than the condition of Guzik Park in Ennis they're going on the fucking boring here is probably better <laughs> Jesus Christ I know ah. that's the way they, that's the way they like it I'd say at this stage but uh but yeah, I, I thought they'd have a bit more about them at home against Galway, which is essentially a derby. Like, you know, in Galway, like, I don't think Shefflin was, you know, he almost seems disinterested in the league, like, you know, which is fair enough, as I said, they don't have to be peaking as early, but um, I almost looked kind of disappointed to win that game on Sunday. Yeah, it is a strange one for, for like, especially the teams competing in Leinster. Like, you know, as you said, they don't have to take the league that's serious. I'm not saying teams are taking it serious, but the league, they they're probably they have two games maybe to win in Leinster, and they're through. You know, like it's it's such a it's going to be such a doddle for the for Kilkenny, for Galway, and the rest of them are fighting it out amongst themselves. Whereas going back to Munster, then for us, like it the, the importance of winning that first game is going to be huge. Well, you nice. know. Yeah, I think, but like, you know, I, I see just on the, the preview pod, the socials there today, like uh, we're talking about the league format in Hurling. And I know, look, we've discussed this two or three times this year already. But, you know, it's definitely apparent that it's not quite working. That I think the lads were making the point that the last system we had where we had a 1A with the top six and then 1B with, you know, maybe I think Limerick and Galway were in it for a good few years. Um and like you know a couple of week weaker teams maybe or Wex Wexford or that like and you know like two up or and two down or one up and like that's the system you want rather than mm. um or, or or you need like and maybe something to championship would you agree or would you have any thoughts on that? I would yeah because I I think when there's whereas when there's no trap door there, it's it takes a bit away a bit of an edge a bit of meaningfulness. Yeah. You know, and they can whoever is in the in the, like you know they can saunter through the league without any repercussions, and uh, that takes a bit of an edge off off a uh, off a of games as well. You know, like they could be dead rubbers from with three games left, like you know, and that's not a good f- fit for the league. The league should mean something, but the way it's structured now, it's it's reality is it's preparation now. That's all it is. Yeah, and got it clear is that. Galway clear summed that up perfectly. You know, just neither of them were going to go on your either side, up or down. Is kind of just go through the motion, say, see what's happening. You know, like it's because and it's like live and telly there on a Sunday afternoon. You know, and I kind of look at it, going, ah, for fuck's sake, like you know, 
Yeah, and I think Clare did that last year a bit. I think they did the Europa Dope in the league and then they came out in the blue tipper area away in the first round of the championship. So maybe again, it's just that. We won't talk about the war, Kev. Yeah. <laughs> Past year is done. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and that, that's, that's fair enough all around. Limerick, look, you know, after their their five-star kind of break in Portugal or whatever on the Algarve, um, Gillan is back. For me, he's too even how good Limerick are, he's too good a player to be able to have as a castaway. Um, you take all the off, off, off the field stuff. I think Limerick are at their peak, and I think he's just such a main component of their team. You have to you have to give him the chance. Eventually, like he's too good to be cast away. And look, from a Tipperary's point of view, it's really none of our business. But you'd be thinking eventually. Uh, all this, all these off-field issues will come home to roost eventually, and it's not really a good example for Limerick, the management, the players to be setting for the lads coming behind them. You know, if you're a superstar, you can do what you like. If you're middle of the road, you're probably going to get the bullet. You know, I think um, you'd be expecting it eventually to come home, to come back to haunt them, and I don't. I just, it's it's not a good fit. If it was Tipperary, we'd probably be finding a way to to uh, paper over the cracks as such like but when you're looking in from afar it's a very easy point to finger I, but I do think it'll come home to haunt them eventually mm, Sean do you agree with that would you yeah kind of agree but something's going to give somewhere down the line and hopefully we'll be all there to witness it yeah well, when you're winning <laughs> like every decision you make is right isn't it and then when you're yeah. when you stop it's when decisions like that kind of say oh should they got rid of them or, or whatnot but yeah like that's the that's the kind of wrap up of the Inter County. So there's a lot of GA action happening over the next couple of weeks. I suppose we had the announcement of our under 17 minor and under 20 teams in, in tip. So their championships start. I think it's the 22nd of March. I think they play on consecutive days as well. So and a lot of action there, like you know, from week to week with the kind of finer evenings hopefully coming in. And as well, once again, lads, it's Patrick's weekend, which can mean only one thing. That's the start of the county leagues. Oh, right. Thank God I'm too old, slow and fat probably at this stage, not to be considered. So, um, Don't weekend you- to throw it in. Like, you know, tell yeah. some lads out Paddy's weekend to Friday and then ah, you'll play a match there Friday, Saturday or something. Like, we're actually okay. Absolutely. We're playing Saturday or Friday at 12 o'clock, Jordan. So it's grand. You know, you'd be home at three or whatever. But still, like, some teams there. That's some spin though, you know, some tireless, but even like better me from Carrick, Jesus Christ, what leave now? Yeah. Yeah, like it's 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 a madness. Like you you'll get lads thinking, well, if you're hurling men, you sh- it shouldn't bother you. But look, it's Paddy's weekend of Cheltenham. There's lads interested in races up. Lads take the holidays at this time of year just for Cheltenham. You know, you know support a parade as well, like you know, whatever yeah, you're poison, like you know, at, at, at this stage as well. You know, and, and, and like, you know, they look, might be caught with a parade, they might actually go mind going seeing a match. Like, if yeah. you know it's on a Friday at 12 or whatever, it mightn't suit. You know, it is, there's probably something, something I'd like him to look at going forward. Obviously, it is too late now. Like, you know, you know, there's, there's a lot of scrambling around to teams trying to get matches put, put forward to Paddy's morning or, you know, and trying to, so people go off for their families for the parades, as you said, or, you know what, if they want to celebrate Paddy's Day and things like that. Like, But it's just... It it is a poor weekend to start, but look, I suppose the only plus to it is every club in the county is in the same boat, you know, with lads interested in Cheltenham and parades and you know, celebrating and things like that. Like, so 
it all depends on who can who are the fresher on the on the Sunday morning for all the teams that are playing on the Sunday morning. <laughs> the, four, the four Sunday three o'clock games, Jesus. Maybe, this is the funny war now. Months. This is the funny war now. We we all know that Davins are supremely conditioned now. Like, you know, <laughs> oh, we five lads gone to Cheltenham for the next week. <laughs> if Michael is listening, we five lads gone to Cheltenham. <laughs> they become back on a horse coming into the field. <laughs> And they've they've uh, they've two teams entered, so you know that they'll be strong. They're going hard at it, I think, as well. So, yeah, but look, I think the thing, look, the schedule can always be looked at as well. But it is games for clubs as well, and it does give us that path, ho- hopefully towards you know kind of championship action. I don't think the I haven't seen any draws or anything like that. I presume that'll be April for the for the Orin and the Dan Brian. So, um, there's something something else to look forward to. Like the the year is is uh, kicking on. Sean, I, I think you'd have a good handle on our underage prod prospects just to go that like would, between the under 17 team obviously defending champions and uh the under 20s would you uh, i suppose like have which team would you reckon would be go closer to hopefully monster honors oh, 17 and 20s look strong there's some mixed talent on it like, you know they're kind of going through the names they're going geez they're from that club and they're from this club but like even your own club man is captain darris lake i'm going in as captain so you know like it's great so yeah and the 20s um as well, good mix of forward has gone in, but there's a good mix on both. And I think both want to go bang close. And like they're a group that have been around a while as well. A lot of the players are the same players to see last number of years in both levels. So no reason why they can't go close on both, to be honest. Yes, Stephen, any comment on that? Or... Yeah, and after last year's heroics, you know, there'd be a, a lot of confidence in the camp. You know, um, so like the boys put more experience themselves, well coached. You know, I seen you seen the the training plans there. They came out, you know, all the the SSC work that young lads are doing. You know, so you know they they, they won't be far away. Like it's on a lot of good talent there. Like there's always talent in Tipperary. So it's it's a it's a, a matter of of reining it all in and guiding it correctly. And they they see they have that anyway. So. Hopefully now we'll have another we'll have a big year from the underage teams. Yeah, it's a spread of clubs that just I love seeing as well. Like, like Hill Shield and Garden Who not gonna be like there's clubs that who may have, might be have players at level over the years and you know Burris Burris even on it like you know kind of clubs that over the years with lost lads and county pounds and that's going to going to help the club level as well. Like, you know having these lads playing at that level going back to the clubs and you know they'll, they'll bring that winning mentality with them back hopefully. Exactly, you know, it's I just had a look at the water for the under twenty panel, um, and, and there must be only five clubs there, five or six clubs dominated by the city clubs, and you know, a couple from Passage and uh, Four Mile Water, but like you know, very, like very kind of different kind of environment to tip. Whereas as I said, you have just the spread. They seem to just be able to cast the net far and wide, which for me, you know, as I'd agree, hundred percent is great to see, and the lift it gives to a club to get a county player on. Uh, I saw with a lot of South clubs there from the last with the minor winning team, like it's just transformative. Yeah, it is, it is brilliant to see, especially last year. Those clubs there, like those clubs represented there that you never would have would have thought. Like, look, just to use Sarsfields for example, they've lads in there all the time, you know, they've all the winning captains, all but for small clubs to have a lad going up there, what that'll do for the kids coming after them in the club will be huge because it'll be like you don't need to leave club to be recognised. You know, you just need to focus on, on your own hurling, be as good as you possibly can. And if your hurling is good enough, you'll be picked on it. And I think it's a great attitude from from uh, the managers because, look, all down the years, 
whether it's whether it's on purpose or just a myth or there was always a, a, a feel in the background. Oh, it all depends on what club you're from, you know. There was that kind of an attitude at times, but that just was blown out of the water there now recently. So and it's I think it's absolutely brilliant. Absolutely. Maybe that's a I suppose a, a sad note to finish on. Uh, the passing, I suppose, of Liam Kearns that last night, former Tipperary manager. Um so, suddenly I suppose, you know, from like a passive following of tip football over the years, I suppose he was responsible for some of the very best memories in recent recent years, you know, notably 2016. And like the lads on Premier View, the forum, they're listing off, like, you know, the first times beating Cork and that in 2015, I think it was. But like, you know, that run to the semi-finals of the All-Ireland in 2016, and we went on to win the Hurling then as well. We were going for the double for a while. That was, you know, really remarkable. And what struck me about him was, you know, I suppose the respect that he had and the, you know, and the charisma he had to be able to command the dressing room. I think he was a natural born manager there. And I, I, I suppose that the, the kind of the football, the style of the football that they played in the near kind of known for hand, hand passing and stuff was, um, you know, it was really attacking, really good football. And I think that you saw that definitely the, the foundations that he probably built on with good underage success. But I think a big hand in the winning on the final when they finally won the 2020 Munster as well. So like, you know, Massive, massive loss there suddenly. Yeah, they could yeah. have there, Kevin. Like, even that, remember that day above in Crow Park, 16 against Golly? That was, that's one of the days I'll never forget. Like, you know, not a football man, I'll never say I will or won't be like, you know, and I went up that day and just the passion, desire, and currents and effort, up to the fans and could see in his face what it meant and the players around him and like lads of fire to football up the north there for years, got no wins, and then this happened. Like, he changed people's kind of lives and kind of thought of to football. You know, again, I say not football man, but geez, he made us go to Dublin and we enjoyed the day up there. And like, you know, a lot of my friends are up as well. And look, he's responsible for maybe that drive to happen. We got us the most final end in 2020. So like, you know, fair play and the sad news to hear of the passing as well then. Yeah, it's very sad. To, he was probably responsible for bringing more hurling people to a Tipperary football match than anyone. Oh yeah. You know, and that, that, that tells a lot. It tells you a lot about how he had tip going at the time. And I'm not going to say too much about him because I'm not going to pretend to know the whole heap, you know, and what's a football, one of the football lads will be able to give us a proper, a real proper um uh, transcript of, of how great a man he was, you know, like, but I went to a, fo- I went to a temporary football game simply because of the style they were playing and the excitement they brought. And, you know, that was led by that, by, 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 by the manager. And, you know, and it's a very sad time for, for all involved and for the family as well. Absolutely. And, you know, I remember t- chatting to him and in Ryan's after the loss to Mayo, probably burning the ear off him after break cider, but, uh, you know, just so accessible and so kind of proud of the lads. And I like, saw so one of one of the lads there that, that struck me, like, you know, and I think there was a great rapport between that group and himself. So, so like, you know, it's absolutely tragic there. And on that sad note, we'll leave it there. Uh, very best of luck to all the Tipperary teams in action this week. Tipperary versus Offaly in the football on Saturday. It'll be a very sad occasion now with uh, Liam's passing. The Hurlers face a very long trip to, up to Antrim for their final round robin game. And very best of luck to the under-17s and under-20s who get their programme underway with away games to clear on uh, Tuesday and Wednesday next. Keep an eye on the socials for all the updates. Great, thanks a million.
Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.